720 WGN 736 with John Landecker, Dan Feinberg, Hollywood TV critic. Hey, how you doing, Dan? Welcome back. Thank you much. Always good to be here. Yeah, I love having you on. So uh, we've got the, let's get right to it. We've got the Emmys coming up Monday, right? I was getting confused, but it is on a Monday. It is on a Monday this year because it is NBC's year in the Ah. annual network uh, thing, because NBC, of course, has Sunday night football. So when NBC has the Emmys, they move the Emmys to Monday nights. But otherwise, they would typically be on Sunday nights. Can I ask you something that has nothing to do with the Emmys, but since you mentioned NBC? <laughs> Absolutely. What is this story that they're, I this thing that's been around that they're considering eliminating the third hour of primetime TV? They are giving consideration to handing the 10 p.m. hour back over to affiliates. So this is different from the thing they attempted to do a decade ago where they gave the Jay Leno show the 10 p.m. hour, which was still officially NBC programming. But basically, it's... It's sort of a confession, whether or not it ends up happening is something totally different, that it's just getting harder and harder for broadcast networks to fill three hours of primetime a night. CBS has no trouble with it. uh, But but you look at Fox, for example, this is what Fox always does. They're, you know, they are done at at 10 o'clock. So, yeah, it's it's. A, it's something that they're floating. It is unclear if it's something that's actually going to happen because it would be a pretty big deal if it did. Oh, I would say so. Uh, and falling back, you know, folding back to the the Emmys. Of all the nominations, come to think of it, I think I've only noticed one that has uh, that's from an actual old time back in the day network, uh, <laughs> and that's Abbott Elementary. That's on ABC. I don't see any other nominations for any other what do you want to call them standard broadcast over the air broadcast network broadcast yeah, yeah just broadcast networks and I mean, they, uh yeah. not in not in the major categories to be sure uh definitely you know if you go to some of the reality categories oh, yeah. true true you can see the amazing race you can right. see the voice being nominated but among the the major drama comedy uh limited series and tv movie categories it is basically right. abbott elementary holding the flag for broadcast yeah. television all yeah. alone yeah all right well i didn't mean to put you on the spot but uh you certainly <laughs> know what you're talking about so i'm glad i asked shall we just examine these uh, nominations and get your impressions reflections and predictions if you care to absolutely bring it all on right. uh let's do um I guess this would be best uh, drama series. We've got uh, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. I think probably Succession, which won this category the last time it was eligible, which was two years ago. I think probably Mm -hmm. everyone assumed Succession was a sure thing when it premiered last fall to the usual Succession rave reviews. I I think there's been a little bit of a shift. I think that I think that Squid Game came out afterwards and that got a lot of the the buzz. And then the final season of Better Call Saul, this is the this is the first half of the final season of Better Call Saul. All. It will still be eligible for next year's Emmys for the second half. And so I think Succession still probably holds on. And if I had a vote, my vote would be for Succession, even though, and I like to say this all the time, 
I think that Succession is a dark comedy. I do not think it belongs in the drama category at all. all right. But what do I know? Uh, yeah, I think I think Succession probably wins, but there are sleepers. There are lots of sleepers. So uh, explain to me this two-part Better Call Saul thing that you referenced. Uh, this is the first part of his final, the final season of how can a final season have two parts? <laughs> it's actually been fairly common in recent years. If you recall, The Sopranos did it. Uh, Breaking Bad did it. Uh, this is a little bit more tricky than what those shows did because the second halves of the season for those shows, Mad Men also did it. The second halves of those seasons came basically a year after. They were basically right. functionally whole right, new right. seasons. Yeah. Whereas in this case... Uh, AMC really did split the season basically down the middle, seven episodes in the first part and six mm. episodes in the second part. And they scheduled the first seven for the pre-May 31st Emmy window for this year's Emmys. And then they scheduled the second part for after that deadline so that they'd be eligible for next year. I mean, it's it's total awards gamesmanship. On the other hand, if you're AMC, you want to make sure that there are as many different potential bites at the apple as possible, and so they manage to do a little trickery. Well, let's move on to comedy then. Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous, Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, uh, What Did We Do in the Shadows? A lot of familiar titles there. A lot of names Absolutely. we've heard over the years. Yeah. And a lot of and a lot of great titles. Uh, this, oh, yeah. This, to me, is a really good category. Um, I think that, you know, Ted Lasso won last year, and Ted Lasso was last year's dominant show, but Hacks won a couple things also last year. It won for Gene Smart. It won for directing and writing. So at least there's some suspense there. I think that probably in terms of acclaim, there's no show in that category that had the level of acclaim that the most recent season of Barry did. Um, and I think if I had a vote, that would be my vote. But as you say, Abbott Elementary is carrying the flag for broadcast TV, and it, it might have the momentum at this point. And it would be a way of saying, okay, we know that streaming and cable are, are always the things that people buzz about, but yeah. here is a good old-fashioned broadcast sitcom and it's really good. So I am I would predict Barry and then maybe Ted Lasso is a close second. But if, if you're talking in horse racing terms, definitely the horse coming up on the outside uh, with all the steam is, is Abbott Elementary. I would not be at all shocked if there were an upset there. Uh, going to a limited series, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Where are you on those? Uh, where I am, as my personal preference, would be I would vote for The White Lotus. I, I thought it was a great, scathing satire of wealth and privilege, uh, full of fantastic performances. And I think a lot of the performances are likely to be recognized. I would expect that Jennifer Coolidge is probably a sure thing to win. Uh, but in terms of the actual uh, limited series, the major category, I don't think that anything has a, a chance of topping Dope Sick. I think it has the right combination of being star studied and also of, of feeling important and I think that there I think that one is an easy one if you are participating in Emmy pools or something uh, I enjoyed well enjoy maybe that's not the right <laughs> word but dope sick I thought was very impressive I also liked inventing Anna a lot and I have to say I really enjoyed Pam and Tommy which I thought I was not going to I thought what are they doing I got a kick out of yeah. that show I, I think if you, I think if you 
look at the past few years, this is the category that has, for the last year or two, really been the standout any field. Um, and last year you had you had Queen's Gambit and Underground yeah. Railroad going head to head. I think these are maybe a hair below those. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no question that in this landscape, the six to eight episode series that you can get a big movie star to star in, that's that's one of the most fertile places for quality television there is. We're talking to Dan Feinberg, Hollywood TV critic. Emmys are coming up. We'll do more with Dan when we come back on 720 WGN. 748 with John Landecker at 720 WGN. Why San Jose and Hollywood? Because uh, we're talking about the Emmys with TV critic Dan Feinberg. So, Dan, where did we leave off? Did we do um, lead actor in a drama series? Is that where we are? No. We no. left off Good. with limited series. So, oh, bring okay. it on with the actors. Uh, <laughs> let me find my place. Limited, you tell, a limited, oh, t- lead, where did, what did I do with it? Okay, limited series or movie, right? That was where we left off. Okay, Colin Firth, Andrew Garfield, Oscar Isaac, Michael Keaton, Hamish Patel, I don't want to mispronounce anybody's name, and and Sebastian Stan for uh, Pam and Tommy. What do you think about that? (laughs) This one's easy. It's it's Michael Keaton in a walk. Yeah. Uh, whether yeah. or not whether or not I think somebody else, you know, I, I think all, all of these actors gave really great performances, and it's and it's a little sad for me that Station Eleven probably isn't going to win anything because I think that was a really special miniseries. But uh, no, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton wins that one easy. You know, I think I watch. I think I've got it down sometimes, and then I start talking to you and taking a look at these lists, and I'm like. Good God, I have never even heard of some of these shows. <laughs> There's a lot of TV. Yeah, to say the least. Okay, lead actress in a limited series or movie. Uh, Tony Collette, The Staircase. Julia Garner, Inventing uh, Anna. Lily James, Pam and Tommy. Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story. Uh, Margaret Qualley, Made. There's a show I've never seen. Uh, and Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. Where are you in those? I I love Margaret Qualley in Made, and I I wish that it were getting a little bit more love. I think it's I think it's a great performance. It's a tough it's a tough series, and that's part of why you haven't heard about it. It's it's basically a series about poverty in America in 2022, and it's it is not uplifting, and it's it's really a difficult show to tell someone, oh, you got to watch this. But Margaret Qualley is wonderful in it. But Amanda Seyfried is going to win, and she's and she's great in the dropout. I have I have zero problem. With her winning, I guess I'm out on my own little Lily James pad or my Lily Lily pad, so to speak. I, no, I I also actually think that Lily James is great. This is this is a really good category, and if you're and if it comes down to actresses in large amounts of latex uh, playing <laughs> real people, I, I think that Lily James is definitely better in this particular case than Sarah Paulson, and that's saying a lot because Sarah Paulson is always spectacular in things. I guess the the thing about Lily James. Uh, playing Pamela Anderson to me was, first of all, I'm saying to myself, why would she do this? But then when I watched a couple of episodes, I'm like, man, she's really got this down, um, to my surprise and enjoyment. No, it is, it's, a, it's a performance that gets better and better as it goes along. And and I, I think probably a lot of people have the same feeling as you watching the first episode or two. And then by the time you get to the end, she really gets under 
uh, under Pamela Adlon. Again, not Pamela Adlon. Well, Pamela Adlon would be great, too. I wish better <laughs> things were nominated for I mean, but what can you do? Uh, but she gets under Pamela Anderson's uh, skin in, in interesting ways, I think. But I, unfortunately, I just don't think she has a chance there. And, and also, Julia Garner in Inventing Anna, I thought that was a tremendous performance. Um, but apparently, you don't think she's... <laughs> It's going to be enough I to get her the Emmy Award. Probably not. I think I think she has a very strong chance of winning yet again for Ozark, and she's oh, spectacular true. in Ozark. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that I think that with Inventing Anna, it's kind of a polarizing performance. I think that a lot of people loved the performance, and I think that there is no question she commits to it one hundred percent. But among other things. She's a supporting character in this show. I don't care what anyone says. The show is about the journalist researching Anna Delby. She shouldn't be in this category to begin with. But, yeah, I think think it's probably too polarizing a performance. But, again, if if the people who love it love it, then she could sneak in and win. And, obviously, she's won a couple for Ozark, so Emmy voters do like Julia Garner. You know, speaking of that show, you just reminded me, there's been a news story the past week or so one of the actors in uh, Inventing Anna sued for the way they were portrayed. Have I got that it's right? One of the characters. It is the it is the friend who worked yeah. at Vanity Fair, who I'm blanking on, who felt that, that she was slandered or whatever by the show. I, I don't know that she has much of a case, but I am not a legal scholar. But yes, she, she did not like the way she was treated in the show. And she wasn't treated spectacularly well, but if she was treated in ways that were reflective of the situation she was in. I've never heard. I've, I don't believe I've ever heard of that before, where someone sued a studio because of the way they were portrayed in a film or a TV show. Or am I just blanking on something that I should know? I mean, it definitely, there, there are always threats you know like as recently as jerry west uh oh yeah yeah, yeah, for how he was presented in winning time ultimately he hasn't and i don't expect that he will because there's a fair amount of of leeway that is is given to even treatment of real people in things like this where it's very clearly being presented as being a heightened version of reality but fortunately once again not a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) no you are a hollywood tv critic Dan Feinberg, thank you uh, so much for being with us again. Hope to talk to you soon, and we'll be checking out the picks and the pans uh, when the Emmys come out on Monday night. Thanks for being with us. Always a pleasure, sir.